We always say we give the people what they want. Part of that is podcast exclusive content for our podcast listeners. You can never cover all the angles on such a great game. So there's some more things I want to discuss with you, Mr. Rose. Come on, Looney. Let's not forget the Warriors. The, the Warriors didn't get blown out from start to finish. It was it was it was sort of a historical barrage of threes in the fourth quarter that got them there. Now they were down at the half, so it was close. But Kevon Looney seemed to pose a problem on the offensive boards, and I I feel like there's there's a lot of different lineups that the Warriors can throw at you. They can go bigger. They can go smaller. Otto Porter Jr. played well, makes that a lot more flexible for them, but. Can you see Kevon Looney causing a problem for the Celtics the same way he did the Mavs in the previous series? I don't. I really don't. And not that he won't be a productive player, but I don't see a player that's either going to get 20 points or either 20 rebounds like he did in the previous series against the Celtics. Um, The Mavs just don't have the physicality or the height up front. Looney's effectiveness, I respectfully call players like him, he's like a groundhog. Like everything he does, even though he's playing the five, is below the rim, grabbing the board, scoring the ball. Uh, He's not a high flyer, he's not a lob threat, but he's a smart player. He understands the real estate. You you can drop it to him in close quarters and he can get it up on the hoop and finish. So he's an unsung player for them truly unsung like they need Kevon Looney's productivity they need his minutes but he's not a scorer on the post he's not a face-up shooter and that means a help defender is always going to be in and around the paint when they're guarding him and if he's screening at the three-point line that now gives you a chance to double team because you're not gonna drop it to him at like the top of the key of the free throw line to make a play after he screamed. So that's something that Boston took advantage of. But I wanna give him credit. At first, he was just like positioning Al Horford. He got a couple of offensive rebounds for him. And Al Horford looked like the old man at the park. I saw him kinda like pull his pull his shirt up, pull his shirt down and pull his shorts up. You know how people do an extra stretch. <laughs> Like, you at the game, you see that? He had got a rebound against him. <laughs> you know, and he was doing this. He was like, all right, my bad, my bad. He did this. Like, all right, let's play now. He's like, all right, you, know, you know what I'm talking warm about. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a couple of first possessions. got to warm up. Yeah, so, yeah. honestly, I, the, I hate it because I'm old man playing. I hate it when someone gets me a shot in the first possession. I'm like, I'm not even here yet. Exactly. I got to run up and down the floor like four exactly. times before I can even be functional. But he's yeah. like, yeah, Al Horford did that. the hoop, loony, like, ugh. But remember, remember when Giannis dunked on him? It was kind of similar. Giannis dunked on him and stared at him in, in a couple series ago. Yeah. And Al Horford was like, "Okay, okay, Good all right, point. Good okay, point. now Good we're playing. Good now point. we're playing hoops. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for the wake up call. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And and so um, again, though, we're gonna. There, there's so many things you can you can analyze about this series. But he, here's a basic thing that you're not going to hear from a casual that's an absolute fact. The ability for the bigs on Boston to score the ball, in particular shooting threes, is a a big contrast versus the Warriors' bigs. Yeah. 
Draymond, Looney. Yep. That, that's just not what they do. And so if Al Horford, A, is going to shoot effectively, that at least spreads the floor. If he's going to knock them down, that changes the game. And that's what happened in game one. Well, there's a couple things I want to add on to that. Is, and also, when you look at the bigs of Boston, now, Robert Williams III is never going to be a three-point threat. But he was four for four from the field, and he's a lob threat. So, so it opens up it opens Correct. up the lane in, in exactly. other ways because Looney and Draymond aren't exactly. lob threats like that either. So it's like it's, it, you have Horford Correct. who can be a big that can cover a big and switch and shoot threes, and you have Robert William III who's a big that can kind of switch and kind of hold his own on the perimeter, but he's a lob threat, which is you know is a very different type of offensive threat. Now, Jalen, I want to talk about Jason Tatum. Because I'm a mentally weak basketball player. And if I miss my first couple shots, I go into my shell, and I stop shooting, and I get scared. And and, and Jason Tatum goes out there, doesn't start playing well, and then something happened I need to talk to you about. You know exactly what I'm going to talk about. The air ball. The air ball. When the air ball, he had one air ball and one, like, brick. Like, off the side of the rim, and then hit the backboard and came out. Like, that's hard to do. So, Jalen... Jason wasn't himself. What did you see last night? And 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 if, if he called your phone, what would you tell him heading into game two? Um uh oh brand Nubians. Slow down. Slow down. That's all it was. I, and as a matter of fact, I think the the, the shot that was an air ball, because you know I I keep tabs on everything, but I keep specific bullets on air balls. I believe it was the first or second shot of the game. You see mm. what I mean? It was like it was it was extremely early. It wasn't like oh, late third quarter, fatigued after you know a two seven game series. It was like beginning of the game. It seemed like he was rushing his shots. He's playing. You know how one of the things that we marvel about Luca. Is one, he isn't fast, but two, you can't speed him up. Jason Tatum was sped up at the beginning of the game. Now, that's how Jalen Brown always plays. You see what mm. I'm saying? Like, sometimes when you watch Jalen Brown play, it look like he going so fast, he about to fall down. It's like he going downhill, literally. <laughs> sometimes right? I'm surprised he's when he makes always... layups, he's going so fast. I'm like, how do you do that? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> yeah, he sacrifices. The number one thing, you got to be crazy athletic to do that. And you got to be fearless throwing your body around. Mm-hmm. See, I wasn't willing to, like, I ain't willing to have my head and my shoulders pointing towards the backboard. Like, I need to be up. My shoulders need to be upright. I need to see what's happening. You know what I'm saying? Like, for real. And so, I think that he'll be fine because he had the 13 assists. And mm. he trusted his teammates. But I, I, I don't want to call the guy off the bench Derek anymore. I just want to call him Frank White. Because he out here killing in the playoffs. Can we not, not let's not say the playoffs. Let's say ever since he had a kid. Like since like game exactly. four of the Heat kid, series. Because yeah. exactly. before that, he wasn't Jeez. killing. Jeez. Jeez. That that lets you know when you got a mouth. He like, baby needs new shoes. Partner need bail money. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm trying well, to ball The one in here. particular with him was, um, and you mentioned this about Steph, and the way they made him work on defense is a lot of their threes in their fourth quarter were just naked or like there's a closeout coming, but you're, you're comfortable. He hit one on Steph where Steph was kind of draped on him, and he'd already hit a couple. He was just like, 
I don't care if you're here, Steph Curry. I'm, this is going up, and it's going in. It was impressive what they did. It was, it, and, and, but see, he he also is a lockdown defender. You see what I'm saying? So usually when you take out the defensive player of the year, it's a drop-off crazy at that position. And while he's no Marcus Smart, he, he fights over screens. He can test shots. He played D, and he's not a somebody you search out to try to score on. He ain't no J- weak link at all. Jalen, let me tell you a story. Because I pay attention to Michigan basketball because you're my brother, right? And I like my friends. Like, good friends have teams, I kind of adopt them, right? So I'm watching Michigan against Oregon like three years ago. And Michigan's got a lead. And there's this little white dude on Oregon. I'm like, I like this kid. And he just took over this game. And it wasn't pretty. It was just jumping into people around the hoop, bouncing off them and scoring again and again and again. And Peyton Pritchard had himself a game against Michigan in the second half. And I was like, I like this little guy. He got drafted to the Celtics. And, you know, he wasn't crazy last year. But last night, he impacted the game to the point where Emi Odoka just let Marcus Smart sit in the bench until there was three minutes left. I kind of felt like Emi Odoka put him back in just because the game was in hand and he didn't want to like to be a story that Marcus Smart sat out the whole fourth quarter. You know what I mean? But can Pritchard continue to be successful and what made him successful last night? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And I want to shout Pritchard because I have this talk with my white American friends like you and Mike Greenberg. And of course, y'all going to have a soft spot for y'all guys. And I was watching the Boston Celtics perform. And you know how much I love Larry Legend over your right shoulder as the greatest American white basketball player ever. I saw number two yesterday. The throwback, (laughs) Chris Mullen was in the building. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? The OG, the smooth left. Brooklyn's own. My guy. No question. St. John stand up. Hall of Famer. And just so you know, everything you had to say about Larry Bird is everything Greeny had to say about Mullen. And you know what else I loved? Soon as we saw Peyton Pritchard, he had the same energy. Like, I need Pritchard to do something. You know what I'm saying? That's my guy. Well, they got Stauskas and, so and Hauser and Tice. And Tice is international. But, like, they like Stauskas and Pritchard and Hauser. Look at these dudes. Like, is this like, it's like old school Celtics? <laughs> they got to keep a quota? <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble. Because they don't play those other two. They got Cornette. Hold on, wait a second. Wait, am I? 
They're like, all right, we got our eight guys that play. <laughs> and then we'll fill the bench we out. Six, with, six. We'll fill the bench out with white dudes. Like an old school college team. Exactly. That's what I said about the Fab Five about Robin. They was on there for their GPA and three-point shooting. <laughs> Just for the team picture, too. You know what I mean? <laughs> Diversify the team picture. I forgot that they got Cornette, Tice, Stauskas, Hauser, and Pritchard. That's that, they could they could have a full five if they wanted to. They should do that. They should if they're if oh, they're about them out to, there. If they're up by twenty, about to win the championship, they should just have they should just put five white guys out there for that final moment. <laughs> they would. They ain't gonna the, have no choice. <laughs> they ain't gonna have no choice. <laughs> they ain't gonna have to, that. That's your point. They ain't gonna have no choice. Who else they gonna put out there? The other guys oh. gonna be doing Gatorade baths like Paul Pierce. And then Neesmith's gonna try to check in, and Pitcher's gonna be like, Nah, dog, nah, 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 nah. We got we got we got thing, we got thing going. Oh, we're gonna get canceled. Oh, man. But the guard, but but think about this. Other than the first quarter, the guard play of the Celtics was remarkably better than the guard play of the Warriors. That's not fair. I mean, just, that just can't be. Splash brother and pool. Because here's what we just talked about. We just talked Correct. about how the big the bigs of the Celtics were better and the guard play was better. I mean, I'm looking at Pool and Clay. Like, come on, guys. Come on now. Y'all three supposed to be the three-headed monster of, of offensive firepower. Excuse me. It was not. A- a- after game one, after game one, the Warriors look battered and bruised and like they're on the ropes. And in game two, they favored by four. If I bet on basketball, I was I would bet that right. I would bet a hundred thousand dollars on that right now. Yeah, they're gonna I'm, win by at least five. That's, yeah, that's less than that's two possessions and less than two threes. They're gonna win by that. They're a great free throw shooting team too. If they get, they're gonna win by at least that. I wouldn't have handled the press conference the way that Draymond did, but I know what he's saying. He's like, you know what? We were up by twelve, and then Derek White and Al Horford, Marcus Smart didn't miss a shot for like eight minutes. <laughs> it's like that's gonna happen. We got tight well, some things 17-0 up. It was a seventeen zero run. We, <sighs> it was a seventeen zero run in the fourth. Didn't and they mix so, in? I, mean, I, I don't know. Were you sure it was 17? Because I remember them mixing in some buckets. It was 17 to 0 run in Damn. the fourth quarter. I, I always love those they, runs they, when they, they call they, timeout they, they and they continue. The off of them. I like it when I like yeah, it when they, it's, they, like, it's an 8-0 the run, they call timeout, and they put another nine on top. That's always impressive to me. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited. I need to get some I minutes. Need, I, Couple things I need. I like that adjustment. That's a great call. I was I was wondering why we didn't see him. I think Gary Payton the second wasn't necessarily available, so maybe he'll be available, a little more available in game two. Maybe they can put him in for a little defense because Jordan Poole couldn't stay in front of anybody. I think more Kaminga makes a lot of sense. It's a great point from you. I look forward to stealing that and telling my friends. And uh, that's what that's what most people do. Listen to the pod. Just steal Jalen Rose's thoughts. That's what I do. You know what I mean? He's out here being like, who's the who's got the longest running signature shoe? Like like trying to stump me. Like no, that's mine. That is mine. <laughs> all but mine. All it's all, mine. It's all ours, buddy. It's all ours. I steal stuff from you all the time. I could never, I could never, ever fix my lips to criticize you for doing the same. That's mutual. Mr. Rose, 
a couple things that we need from you before we go. Give me, take me behind the curtain a little bit on the experience. Okay. What's the vibe like in the building? What if, what if, what if fans are they okay. yelling at you? Are they talking about your suit? You know what I mean? Like, like how was, how was watching the game with, with Magic and Greeny and Wilvon and Stephen A? How was the spread in comparison to Miami? Like, give me some, some, some behind the curtain details in your experience for Game One before we go. Absolutely. Um, we talked about being suited and booted. Shout to the gentleman you just mentioned and our guest, the Hall of Fame mogul, Magic Johnson. The vibe for the Golden State Warriors was one of confidence. The day before, I got a chance to go to media day. Got a chance to quickly chat with Steph and Clay, Draymond and Poole. Sat down with Jalen Brown, Al Horford, Marcus Smart. Um, Ime Adoka and the, the one thing I gathered really just like digesting both sides going into the game is that the Celtics got something to prove they feel like they've been slighted all season and overlooked and they also are a squad and their fan base as you know as a die easy Celtics fan is they're extremely confident and they travel well and, mm-hmm. and that support matters when you're in an environment like the Warriors because I've been to every Golden State Warrior NBA Finals game this in this era I don't think you you I don't think you were there for like the, in this era. You know, the, the, right. the earlier ones this, yeah. I said with this group yep yeah, yeah. With, this, with this group and, and usually, I can't lie, Roracle was just that. The Chase Center in game one wasn't that. Like, 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 like the Celtic fans, like, and, and, and like their team, like their noise wasn't drowned out. And I bring that up because being in the arena, when Steph scores that 21 in the first quarter, in Roraker, I normally couldn't hear myself think. Normally couldn't hear myself think. And then in the second quarter, that team isn't necessarily allowed to grind itself back into the game. Um, I, 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 I also noticed being in the building, shout to Hove, he was there. Jay-Z, Sean Carter, OG Juan. E-40 Fonzarelli, I'm pretty sure we'll get him on the show at some time. Barry Bonds was in the building, the original 40-40 guy representing the Bay Area. And so it it was festive, got a chance to run into Bill Walton. He wanted me to meet the drummer for the Grateful Dead, so we walked like 150 feet. (laughs) <laughs> the drummer for the Grateful Dead got no idea who you are. <laughs> you know, the drummer for the Grateful Dead doesn't know who he is, let alone who Jalen Rose is. And, 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 like, respectfully, Bill Walton is a legend, and you know I respect the game. And then as a college player, you everybody knows he wasn't a huge fan of the Fab Five. And then working in the media, we, you know, started to gain a respect and a kinship for one another. Um, he admires the work I do on TV and radio. He tells me that all of the time, including yesterday. But he's funny, too. So when he takes me over there, we, like, walk past, like, 50 feet. We walk, like, 100 feet. Like, he holding my arm. He Like, I'm on the inside. We walk in one way, and his right arm is holding my left hand. So we kind of, like, walking. And 
And we go to the, he's like, you know who this is? I was like, nah, I don't know who that is. <laughs> like the drummer for the Grateful Dead. I was like, all right, hey, this, and he's like, this is, Ch and then here he go with his cap though. Here, Jalen Rose is a great American hero. And uh, <laughs> like, this is Bill Wall. He would say the same thing about a stranger. Yeah, yeah. So Rose, that's a funny. That, he would say that about you too. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. He'd say the same thing about me not knowing my name, just knowing me as the dude on, on TV sometimes <laughs> exactly. at airports. Jalen, can you exactly. name a single Grateful Dead song, album, or person? Or anything, just everything you know about the Grateful Dead, you tell me right now. Everything you know. Jeez, I remember an East Coast rap group named the Grave Diggers. The, no, that's different. You remember them? They, they, were, they were very influential on some of my freestyle ciphers around 1994. We were rhyming yeah. about scriptures and, and, and demons. Yeah. <laughs> <possessive>. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, then Gangsta Nip came. That was the horror rap era. Yeah, horrorcore, they called it. The Jaylen, horror so, rap. So you tell me, yeah, you tell me everything you know about Grateful Dead. Does any, what, does any visuals come to mind? Like, what do you see when I say Grateful Dead to you? Well, re respectfully, um, that term for me is just an oxymoron. You know what I mean? <laughs> I can't be grateful and dead at the same time. That's just me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I try, I'm trying to live old enough that I'm grateful that I'm dead. You know what I mean? That's how, I'm trying, I'm trying to, that's how old I'm right. trying to live. <laughs> right. I'm trying, I'm trying, right, exactly. I'm like, finally. Right. Finally. I, I know one thing. I know one thing. If you have a title like that, I'm pretty sure you're doing an amazing job of selling records, recording hit songs, and have a legendary catalog because they're OGs and I met them. But I'm pretty sure... Pretty sure they getting it in. Well, I'm pretty sure they getting it in. They got to with that. Name. I don't think that kind of like jam band, thirty-five minute, no lyrical, just jam songs while people dance around isn't necessarily your speed. But <laughs> Griselda teased some new work, and we will be back on Monday. Why is that, Jalen, Anthony? I think it is about Rose. time to get the fly guy West Side Gun on the show, ain't it? Ain't it about that time? I, 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 it, only if he wears these five for more necklaces. Griselda. It's always time for more Griselda. ESPN executives love it when we have Griselda on. Absolutely. And like the Blastmaster KRS-11 said, we're not done. We're not done. We're going to get Conway, Benny, and West to be back on the show. We are not done. Got to get the people